Namaskar and hello. It is Friday the 24th of April in the UK. The sun is shining, coronavirus is still a thing and we are still in lockdown. However, we are looking for reasons to be grateful and a sunny Friday morning is always a good start and of course I'm grateful that you have decided to come and listen to us as well. You could have been anywhere in the world but you've decided to spend the next few minutes with myself and uh, my guest today, Helen Hellraiser Harper, psychology graduate um, and now teaching um, beginners mixed martial arts online to help them feel empowered, which is a fascinating, fascinating concept. Um, it was great talking to Helen, really inspirational story going from um, a, a really bad relationship into some very dark moments and then in the nick of time being saved and uh, finding mixed martial arts as a, as a salvation to help herself and now sharing her purpose and a gift with um, others who are also uh, looking to feel empowered or uh, just become a bit better in the martial arts. Um, but yes, thank you very much for coming to see us today or coming to listen to us. Um, we did have a couple of issues with the uh, with the, the recording, so there may be a, a couple of um, dodgy moments um, towards the start of the podcast, so apologies for that. But apart from that, I really hope you enjoy listening as much as I enjoyed speaking to Helen. And wherever you are, be safe and have a great day. Thank you very, very much for uh, joining me on the uh, on the Layer Yoga podcast today. We've got Triple H, Helen Hellraiser <laughs> Harper, um, psychology uh, psychology student and uh, graduate, um, and now teaching uh, beginners martial arts online so that that they can gain confidence and feel empowered. Um, so thank you, thank you very much for for joining me today, Helen. Thank you for having me. No worries, no worries at all. Um, so yeah, the reason uh, reason your your profile kind of caught by as I was going through LinkedIn was because a I used to do uh, Jeet Kune Do myself, so uh, I've got a, a bit bit of a soft spot for for MMA and the martial arts in general. Um, and I really uh, I was really intrigued by your tagline and what you were doing because I thought it's very clever. So you're teaching beginners online, so that's, I think that's a great business model for a start anyway um, but most importantly you know you're helping them gain confidence and feel empowered um, so I was just really interested to talk to you find out uh, a bit more about your story and find out a bit more about your uh, your, your business story basically um, but yeah do you want to give us a little bit of background to yourself absolutely uh, so basically I started martial arts about ooh, nine years ago I'd say um, and I started because I'd been in a really bad relationship and it was kind of my, well, cutting a long story short, you can read the full story on my website. <laughs> Shameless plug there. Um, but the uh, basically the long and short of it is I was in a really bad relationship and I needed to kind of work out how to look after myself a little bit better. Um, and so I, I went into martial arts and I sort of was very unconvinced at the start and I was very, you know, very skeptical about the whole situation. Um, and then I think as I went on, I realized that it was amazing and 
and and giving me so much confidence that I'd never had before. And I mean, I was in I was 24 when I started, so most people that start start when they're younger or they start when they're much older sort of like 40s or 50s rather than 20s it's very unusual to find people that start in their 20s yeah, yeah, yeah um, just, just on that actually i started when i was 27 yeah um, i did yeah, you yeah. right so you're right it is quite unusual because i've been into it since i was a kid but i just never uh, i never managed to get around to actually doing it um, and then one day I was weighing up the options and then uh, I saw someone get knocked out in front of me, basically. I was like, right. <laughs> so I think I should probably uh, not go the yeah, same way. <laughs> better, better, go and, better go and learn how to handle myself. But in, in all honesty, sorry to hijack the introduction here. Um, I used to just really enjoy the, the training and the explosiveness. Um, that, that was the thing that really got me. Yeah. But sorry, so um, yeah, so you got into it in your uh, mid-twenties. Yes, yeah. Um, and I think I've learned a lot since I've started and I've grown a lot as a person. I know that's kind of a bit cliche, but it's true. Um, and I think mainly the reason, so I've, I've been a personal trainer for longer than I've been doing martial arts, so 11 years personal training. Um, but I never really fully understood what my purpose was until I realized that personal training to me is I, I'm, I'll do it, but it's not what excites me. Whereas teaching martial arts is what excites me. And I never could work out a way I could do that online because obviously usually martial arts needs so much um, like a physical contact. Um, but then I was thinking about sort of when I train, I warm up. I don't touch anyone when I warm up, you know, like I we do maybe half an hour before we even touch another human. Mm -hmm. And so shadow boxing and drills and solo drills and getting your body prepared for the what's about to hit it, basically. But it's that in itself, all those solo drills, it's it takes so long to master just them. And so I thought, well, if I can teach people online just the solo drill part, I mean, it's an eight week course that I do. So I think eight weeks is it's a good enough time to be able to master those solo drills. And if you do want to take it further, then you can, and I will help you find a gym. And if you don't, then I just say, well, why don't you carry on doing what you're doing? Because you obviously look better, you obviously feel better. And uh, sort of whatever direction people decide to go, they usually end up being quite happy about it. So I think I've, um, I've kind of found my purpose almost now. Fantastic. Well, that's that's really good to hear. Because I mean, in terms of, because because I stopped doing uh, martial arts a few years ago. I think you know we swapped a few messages, and I mentioned mm. my, my shoulder was uh, was playing up. So it was getting to the point where just doing push ups and stuff like that. It was taking me ages just to do you know like ten push. Yeah, and for then, sure. then eventually to a chiropractor actually took me out. Um, funnily enough. Um, but yeah, yeah, with uh, with my my passion now, as it were, yoga, um, it's exactly the same in terms mm. of that human contact. Because classical hatha yoga, you you only ever teach and transmit to the student directly in person. Um, so it's very right, yeah. very true to the fundamentals. Uh, a lot of it is to do with the energy and the spiritual aspect as much as the physical. Um, but it's very much taught the way it has been taught for millennia. However. Um, you know, there is uh, something called Upa Yoga, which um, is a kind of semi-yoga, which is the uh, which is the videos that I sent to you. 
um, yes. and people yeah, yeah, can, yeah. can do those, those basics at home. So it's a very similar concept. So when you when you stepped into the martial arts world, um, you mentioned this um, bad relationship that you're getting out of. So what what was it that you you wanted? Um, were you recovering your self esteem, or were you aware of what you wanted, or you know, did you just want to physically feel stronger? Uh, so I don't really know. I, I don't really remember my initial driving force. I mean, I'd had some people tell me that I should try jiu-jitsu, but I was like really skeptical and I was in a really bad place in my head. Um, my mindset was really bad. I was very depressed, I was very suicidal, and yeah, I, I generally just felt very rejected by the world. I just felt like like nothing I could do was going to make the situation better. Um, so basically what happened was in that relationship, I was ended up having to run away from it, and I moved to my cousin's, which was in Sheffield, and uh, from from the south of England, so like Surrey to Yorkshire, basically. Um, so I, when I moved there, I found a gym, like pretty much straight away. Um, and that was kind of my thing that got me through and I guess gave me the confidence to then get a job and then sort of start a life there. So I ended up staying there for a year and a half. Um, I mean, it was only going to be temporary and yeah, a year and a half later, I was still there. Um, but I think that was the thing that really like the martial arts was the thing that really brought me back to life almost um so yeah i think that's yeah i think that pretty much pretty much covers my weird thought process there <laughs> <laughs> no no not at all so you i guess you you kind of drawn to it um you happened to walk into the right place at the right time and you just uh, you just took to it right and it gave you that that feeling um yeah, definitely. That, that you well, empowered, I guess, is the, is the word that you use. Yeah, that's exactly work. that's exactly the word. And that, the reason that I use that word uh, when I'm describing what I do is because that's exactly the feeling that I like to pass to other people. So when people come to me, they need empowering, and that is what I can do for them. And I know that I do that well. So <laughs> I, I know I, you know, I know I know I can do my job very well, and I know that they will definitely feel empowered by the time I finish with them. Mm -hmm. Yes, no, no, that, that's excellent, and that's that is a really that is the type of thing that would make most people jump out of bed in the morning, knowing that they're having that type of uh, impact on other people. So, what do you think it was that that gave you the empowered feeling? Was it the the feeling that you knew you were physically stronger, fitter? You know, you could handle yourself a bit better. What what was uh, what was it that gave you that feeling? I'm not sure that it was just one thing. Um... Or it's still, I mean, I still feel empowered after I train. Uh, it's still not just one thing, you know. Yeah. Um, I think the the strength thing and, and knowing that I'm stronger than half of my male friends, for example, is like super satisfying, <laughs> if nothing else. Um, you know, the my male friends that don't train are all scared of me, which gives me so much happiness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and they're by the way also more than happy to admit to that as well which is even better um but that's not my intention i promise um so uh yeah i think i think the strength thing and the the sort of the life clarity i'm not sure if that's a thing but i may have just made it up but uh that's kind of it's it's that kind of i i know my my reason you know i know my reason for being now because it's martial arts and i probably wouldn't have got into it if it hadn't been for all that bad stuff that happened so actually in a way i'm kind of thankful for it to ha- you know i wouldn't wish it on anyone but i'm grateful that i'd went through it and i came through the other side because look what awesome it's given me you know um but yes yeah, so i i guess like the feeling of strength and the feeling of empowerment um and and the feeling of life clarity i think brilliant, brilliant. well you, you know what the, this is the thing i think you're a classic case of someone who's um taken a negative you know attached your own meaning to it um and turned it into a real positive and turned it into a driving force because um a lot of times actually you know a lot of a lot of achievements tend to uh, come from pain um not not ideal but i mean i suppose a bit of a weird example but if you look at adele's music um you know she could, yeah <laughs> she seems to come out of the best music absolutely that's a great there. example she all, all her successes come off her breakups <laughs> yeah, absolutely and uh, again you know a bit, bit of a bit of a weird 80s example but phil collins you know a lot of his best music came after he uh after he uh, broke up with his other half and um, a lot of that music is still iconic um so yeah no no that's that's absolutely brilliant and i'm really really glad to hear it and for anyone who might come across this in in internet land um like my generic <laughs> favorite phrase um you know there's there's a real life lesson in there i think that's the power of being human that you have the power to attach whatever meaning you want to a particular event um a very extreme example that i heard about was uh, three guys who were captured in vietnam three us soldiers um they were all put into solitary confinement um and when they came out after sort of 7 years uh one of them committed suicide uh one of them ended up in a mental asylum and the third one um he really flourished in life and when he was interviewed he just said that you know he wouldn't give those 7 years back for anything because during that period you know he became closer to god he trained his body even though he was just sat there you know in a hole all day long using push-ups and that kind of stuff um and he used it he used it and you you've done something similar so that's that's really good to hear the clarity that you speak with um i think should give anyone confidence that you know you can certainly help um them find the empowerment within themselves um so in terms of the the martial arts side of things were there any mentors or anything like that that um that moved you forward or was it very much you know, as you just went in and it just became a, a journey and you've met a few few characters along the way I mean definitely mentors there's been so many I have there's I I can't even I mean it would take me like a day to reel off the names of everyone that's like helped me through this journey mm-hmm. because there's just so many amazing people that I've met along the way Yeah. Um for example when I first started um my coach Mark he uh had to put up with me for about 6 months having a panic attack every time anyone attacked my neck. Um and as you may or may not know there is several chokes in jiu-jitsu one of which is a triangle which basically is 
the person you're against legs wrapped around your neck mm-hmm. and every time someone triangled me I would pass out because I couldn't breathe like as in I would forget to tap because I was panicked and then I would just pass out or hyperventilate or panic attack or you know a, a combination of the three and it was a daily occurrence because this happened on a daily basis um so yeah that was me for every day for about six months um and you know he was very patient with me bless him and um he just sort of went right I just sit by the side of the mat come back in 10 minutes when you can breathe <laughs> you know and which is you know incredible because that's really what I needed I didn't need someone to be like you're fussing over me and you know I just needed someone to say like look just go chill out over there wait till you're ready to come back and then come back like, all right cool yeah we'll do you know <laughs> and uh there was more things than that but like you know that was a real I, I still remember that every day whenever I've been submitted since then I'm I mean I'm so grateful that I pushed through that kind of pain barrier almost and it got less and less with the panic attacks and the passing out and the, all all of that, you know, it got less and less and less. And eventually, like now, I can mostly, I would say, I've got a pretty high success rate, maybe like 90% success rate on, ex- on escaping the submission instead of tapping or instead of passing out or instead of uh, hyperventilating. So it's taken a long time, but I'm getting to the point where I'm, much more confident in these situations. Excellent. Shout out to Mark. So what would you yeah. say was the, um, the the mental adjustment more than the physical adjustment that you made to uh, to help you stay um, unflappable in that situation, having faced up to your fears? I think I'm just really stubborn. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think more than anything, it's my pig-headedness which I'm, is sometimes not a good thing by the way um, but on in this occasion it happens to be a good thing um, but I think honestly I'm so stubborn that it's one of those situations where the minute someone tells me I can't do something I'm like I bloody can and I will uh, <laughs> you know and so um, I think yeah I think that I think it's sort of as well as my great amazing coaches that I've had over the years um, I think it's also my stubbornness that's just gone right. The minute someone tells you you can't do something, you've got to prove them wrong, mm-hmm. um, and, and then it just sort of pushes you pushes you through. So even when it's really difficult and you're really struggling, you know, you turn up and you're like, oh god, like have I really got to do this again? Like I don't know if I can. And then it's like, you know what, you can because you don't want to give up because giving up's way worse. Right. So would you say that essentially you became uh, comfortable being uncomfortable? Um, so that exactly. helped the, the, the panic kind of recede because you were just so used to that situation, essentially. Yes. And I absolutely love that phrase, by the way. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's one of my favourite quotes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, I think there's there's a lot of wisdom in that, isn't there? That's where that's where definitely. the growth, that's where the growth is right in the uh, in the margins. The growth is never in the comfort. Um, exactly so okay brilliant so in terms of like a a hypothetical world um where do you think you would have been if you hadn't gone down this road with uh, with martial arts and that type of thing i mean do you think you you could have ended up in the darkest place or or yeah where do you think you could have ended up absolutely 100 percent sure i'd be dead by now Mm -hmm. 
because I mean I was days away um, I've, I've actually I've said this in an interview before uh, quite recently and I'll say it again because uh, it's I think it's a it, it, it really scares me that I was in this place if that makes sense but um, basically I, I was working in a pub and I was working there every day and uh, I was waiting for two shifts in a row off so that I could kill myself and that no one would have to take my shift oh wow um and that was literally every day I was waking up being like checking the schedule because it was like changing all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was checking the schedule like, oh, no, I've got a double today. Oh, no, I've got one tomorrow. Like, And I wanted two days off in a row. And then I was like, right, as soon as I've got two days off, no one has to come in and cover me at the last minute. And that was it. But then, like, as luck would have it, before that happened, my cousin came to the rescue and took me to Sheffield and saved me. But, I mean, that was pretty... I was just waiting, really. I was just waiting to for the opportunity or the moment to not have to let anyone else down and you know that's literally it so yeah 100% sure that I would be dead if, if it wasn't for this well, so yeah it's um yeah okay well I was going to say I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're not and I'm glad you're, you're here <laughs> to uh, speak to me today and I think when when people are in a very dark um, state of mind um, I suppose they don't really don't really think it through in the way that you would do if your your head wasn't as clouded with emotion but i think suicide you know it just passes the pain on to everyone around you doesn't it who who ends up yeah of course living with it so yeah i think um obviously and it's also very considerate as well that you're waiting for, for two shifts in a row that's that's actually a very nice thing to do that, um yeah i mean that's my logic it's so stupid it's like I don't know. I, 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 I've, I've often thought about my logic in that situation mm-hmm. and I've never quite like got where, well, I mean, I get where I was coming from, but I love the fact that I was so considerate about these people in the pub and not about anyone else. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I'm like? I'm not really sure where that logic came from, but okay, let's just roll with it kind of thing. Well, this is the um, thing, isn't it? You, you obviously uh, weren't thinking with clarity, um, so no. there, there was it was nice. It, it was it was an, a nice, I suppose, roundabout type of logic, wasn't it? Um, so yeah, I tried. I'm really, yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm glad that <laughs> and that you found a, a resolution to it. And and this this is the thing because I think suicide, um, it's it's an epidemic, isn't it? Particularly in uh, in young men as well oh, and, and, I'm, yeah. I, and I'm a passionate yeah. believer that a, a big part of that is because even though we're materially better off than as, a, as we probably have been through the whole of our history um, people don't have a framework or a ready way to actually uh, manage their mind body energy and emotion um, and that's what you know that's essentially what what brought me to yoga because what that does mm. it, aligns, it aligns everything um mm-hmm. so your mind doesn't turn against you as it were um yeah and, sure. and that that's why i think that a lot of people i mean your your situation i can't fully comment on because obviously you were coming out of a very um, bad relationship but i think for a lot of people if they just had a framework such as yoga to actually manage themselves properly you know 21 minutes in the morning um of just breathing exercises would probably cut down the suicide rate by a huge amount um because that's just people regaining their balance 
again because you know feeling feeling happy feeling relaxed feeling calm those are all just side effects of balancing your uh, your internal systems really um but also as well exercise you know that's uh, that's another great way of doing it and martial arts like i said i, I absolutely love the, the learning aspect and the you know training until i was absolutely knackered aspect as well um so yeah yeah no, I'm, I'm really really happy to hear that you're in a much better place and uh, and fortune found you in the nick of time um it did <laughs> so just to i suppose last couple of points um in terms of your transformation now you mentioned this at the, the top of the uh, the conversation but um in a bit more depth how do you think uh, how do you think you've transformed going down going down this road with uh, martial arts um so there's two sides to this answer um firstly physically i i started well i say i started before our personal trainer so two years before i started martial arts i was 85 kilos and i'm five foot one so that gives you an idea um so i was was quite like i was large and then i was spent loads of time in the gym and started working out loads and then i lost like loads of weight and and then discovered martial arts lost even more weight but like in a healthy way not actually no to be honest it wasn't that healthy um but i lost loads of weight anyway and um then so physically i've like i mean i sit around 60 kilos now and i'm more than happy with that um and i like you know the fact that i've got muscle and i've got strength and you know i'm i'm you know i'm happy with the way things are physically let's say um and i think that takes a lot in itself just to be happy with the way you look um Mm -hmm. so that is one thing that i definitely say has benefited me not maybe that's not directly to martial arts but i've lost a lot of weight and i've gained a lot of muscle since i started so i guess yeah i guess it is um becoming at peace with how you look is a big thing um and then mentally so the other half of it mentally uh i think it's more so benefited the mental side of me than the physical um because i've not only learned about myself but i've also learned about the people i teach and i think the more you learn about other people the more you learn about yourself and they kind of intertwine um Mm -hmm. and i think everyone kind of grows and progresses together which i love um so for example my clients um my classes my one-to-ones you know i know them so well that i could literally if i get a message from one of them without looking at the name i know who it is because i know everyone so well and i love that you know um like that makes me so excited about teaching and about life and about everything you know it's just the fact that i know them so well um and and it's the same with myself i know myself so much better as well and i definitely think that martial arts has helped me to know myself um Mm -hmm. and which is kind of a weird thing so like well i spend all day every day with myself but i find so many people don't really know themselves and don't really even care actually um a lot of the time so yeah i think it's a good thing and it's like almost a skill to get to know yourself i think so 
yeah, it's uh, definitely been helped by martial arts. That's all I can say. <laughs> Brilliant. So it's the self-awareness and relationships with the people that you've met along the journey, right? Yeah, um, exactly. And you know what? You're, you're right. I think self-awareness is huge. Um, a lot of people lack it. I think just, just for the fact that they don't actively sit down and deconstruct themselves or get to know their values um, and don't just just consciously just don't do it because I think the thing is that the, the mind is basically impressions of everything that's happening around you right um, yeah. so that can then get confused with your own intentions and identity um, so having a bit of space to actually sit down and say well actually you know what is important to me who am I um, what do I like you know um, that that is probably one of the best things you can do because if you get fully aligned then you can go in a certain direction and again that's one of the reasons that that i got involved with layer yoga because when i sat down and i did a, a sort of mindful um exercise to look at what's valuable to me um knowledge yoga um these things kept cropping up um yeah. and like i say most people just don't um, take the time to do it and I'm, I'm, i really do think that is the type of thing that it's an hour massively well spent um so yeah again really really good to uh, hear that coming from yourself and finally mm -hmm. um in terms of music i'm uh, i'm a real big music lover as well one of my values Amazing. um and um one thing that i love to do is just get music recommendations off uh, anyone that um, is kind enough to come and join me on this podcast so what are you into and what would you recommend to anyone that, that comes across uh, this podcast in internet land Okay, so I've got two recommendations for you. Uh, my first is, well, all day, every day, I listen to classical music. Um, I just put on my favourites, Vivaldi. I love Vivaldi. Um, the Four Seasons is pretty much my go-to if I feel rubbish. I just put it on and everything, you know, everything's better after I've listened to Vivaldi. Um, but I will yeah. listen to anything. I'm not, I'm not fussy. Um, so I listen to classical music all day, every day. And I definitely think it helps your mindset. It helps your focus, helps your concentration. Um, so that's my first recommendation. It's quite a broad one. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then my second recommendation is Jack Johnson, who everyone loves, but I'm going to still recommend him because I think he's amazing. And I just think that mm -hmm. listening to Jack Johnson just it makes any day better um yep. it's just the epitome of sunny happy music so <laughs> any, any particular song that you'd recommend my favorite is banana pancakes banana pancakes i'll i'll dig that one out and uh, i'll see if i can tag it on to the end of this uh pop Amazing. banana banana pancakes you say yeah yeah you know what i got a uh, a recommendation on the last podcast i did of uh of um, Destiny's Child, Happy Face, um, and I won't wow. lie, I love it. I, I know, but it's, it's it's a brilliant song, absolutely brilliant song. So, uh, I mean, I love a bit of Destiny's Child. I'm not, I'm not against it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, well, I've never heard of the song in Destiny's Child. No. I mean, you know, I, I used to listen to their. In fact, honestly, I never even listened to them. It was very much just a case of. You know, they're, they're, they're chart songs. But yeah, Happy Face, yeah. That, that was also a good one. But Banana Pancakes by Jack Johnson. I will dig that out, have a listen, and uh, um, along with the, the Four Seasons and get one of those two uh, on the end of this podcast. Amazing. Um, so, Helen, before we uh, ride off into the sunset, 
Um, do you want to give out your uh, website that you shamelessly plugged at the top of the show? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would love and to. Any, any, uh, any, any socials that, that um, people can catch you on? Okay, so my website is... Sorry, I'm going to fall over my words now. hhhselfdefense.com uh, And my Instagram is hhhselfdefense. And I'm also on LinkedIn, uh, Coach Helen Harper, and Facebook, Helen Harper MMA. And I think that's it. But basically, the website Brilliant. is Thank you. the best place to find me anyway. So That's the best place to find you. Excellent. And um, for anyone, um, again, who comes across this podcast in internet land, if you want to um, find Leia Yoga, then you can find us at leiayoga.yoga. If you want us on the gram, then that is uh, Leia underscore yoga um, seven. You can find us on Facebook at Leia Yoga, um, LinkedIn, Leia Yoga, TikTok, which I'm <laughs> trying to work out uh, at <laughs> yoga. And um, there's one more as well, Twitter. You can find us as well. And uh, funnily enough, it's Lady Yoga. Um, but Helen Harper, Helen Hellraiser Harper, thank you so much for your time today. Um, thank you so much for coming. And thank you for coming on. Not at all. Great talking to you. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thank you. Bye.